Pitches. There is a way to increase your impact without becoming a slave to your business. This is Purpose to Profit, where we talk to top industry experts, coaches, and clients about their strategies that will help you do less and make more. And now, here's your hosts. Hey guys, I'm Adam Marquart. Sandra Garcia here. And we are here with Victoria Gallagher, and I'm so excited because she is a certified master hypnotist, NLP trainer, and transformation meditation teacher, and law of attraction expert. So we've got a lot of things we're going to cover today, and I cannot wait to dive in and pick her brain a little bit more. Hey, Victoria. Hey. How are you? I don't know if you guys can hear the cat in the background, but that's Sebastian. He'll he'll settle down. That's awesome. <laughs> well, it's it's nice to have you and Sebastian on our show today. <laughs> yeah, yes. He, you know, he sometimes likes to chime in. <laughs> That's all right. We'll let it happen. So I would love if you would be able to take a few minutes and just kind of explain a little bit, you know, about who you are and really how you got into this, because I know that it's such a, a very specific thing. And I would love to hear that story. Absolutely. So basically, you know, I started off, I, everybody kind of has a little bit of their transformation story where you know, I grew up, I was bullied as a kid and, you know, had the low self-confidence, low self-esteem going on. And I was introduced to the whole concept of self-hypnosis and at a pretty early age when I was about 18, because my mother gave me a book on self-confidence. And in this book, they talked about all of these closed eye techniques and self-hypnosis and setting goals. And so it really started me on my path to becoming an achiever and manifesting things and setting goals for myself. And I always wanted to help other people. Originally, it was going to be through my singing career. And now, you know, I kind of do a similar thing to singing. I sort of sing (laughs) when I create my hypnosis recordings. If there's a rhythm and there's, you change your voice a little. And and I am helping people through the process of self-hypnosis recordings and and coaching and being a public speaker and, and things, you know, things of that nature. So that really sums it up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So what is the difference between self-hypnosis and meditation? You know, self-hypnosis is more about receiving suggestions that go into your subconscious mind to help you to make certain changes to your habit patterns in your in your brain. Now meditation in the traditional sense is more about just relaxing the mind and sort of being open to receiving you know guidance from more like internally like thinking about or not thinking about anything and just letting everything go. And then there's guided meditation, which for the most part is like the same thing as self-hypnosis. When you have somebody guiding you into a process, they're really guiding you into the exact same place in your brain. There's not like a place in your brain for self-hypnosis and a place in your brain for (laughs) meditation. You're relaxing your brain into the alpha state and then into the theta state. And at the theta state is usually where you go when you reach meditation, when you reach self-hypnosis. So the difference really becomes whether you're giving yourself suggestions 
or you're just trying to clear your mind. Trying to clear your mind is more on the meditation side. Receiving suggestions that are going to change your patterns of behavior is more on the, uh, the hypnosis side. That's awesome. Wow. And, and what about this made you decide that you were going to dedicate the rest of your life to it? You said you got introduced to this when you were 18 years old. Your mom gave you a book. Yeah. So she gave me a book and then, you know, life went on. I wasn't really hooked at that time. I I started on that journey, but then life took over and I, you know, went along my merry way. I got a job, I bought the house, I got married and and went through various different life changes. Then I really was reintroduced to it again through doing a lot of personal growth uh, seminars where, again, I was reintroduced to these closed eye techniques, these visualizations. And I was noticing like major changes in myself and just, you know, overcoming obstacles, overcoming things from the past, really just having these like these experiences that are just really difficult to explain. And I wanted everybody else to experience these same phenomena that I was experiencing, you know, and and just, I would try to get a lot of my friends involved to come to like the seminars that I was taking and people would kind of poo-poo the idea. So I thought one day after I had made a personal meditation recording for myself and I was listening to it and I let a few of my friends listen to it and I thought, you know, that could be the way that I could reach people. You know, maybe they're not going to come to these big weekend long seminars that I've been taking, but I could get them to listen to these recordings in the comfort of their own home. So one day I just came up with that idea that I was going to eventually make a living creating and selling my own line of, at the time it was like meditation CDs or guided meditation CDs. But I came up with the idea and I wanted to find a way to make sure that what I was doing was valid and that I wasn't going to be programming people's minds for anything dangerous or anything like that. And so I'm looking online, how do I, how do I uh, make sure, you know, how do I write a meditation script? And I came across a hypnosis certification school and it was starting in like two weeks. And after like a couple years search for like, what do I want to do? This is, I was a financial consultant at the time. I was making good money and had everything that anybody at my age would want for myself. But I just, that wasn't what I really wanted to do at that time anymore. And so after a couple years search and, and kind of knowing that I wanted to make these recordings, I came across this hypnotherapy certification course, started in a couple weeks. And next thing you know, I'm certified in hypnosis. I'm opening an office and, <laughs> you know, the rest is kind of, kind of history. And I started working with clients and now I've got over 500, 600, 700 uh, hypnosis recordings that I sell on my website. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, even just hearing your voice, oh, even just you. hearing your voice is like putting me in a meditative state. So I can only imagine I went on your website. Now I'm excited to hear the recordings. Is this something that, that people can learn and do for themselves? Obviously the self-hypnosis, but there's recordings that you have, but let's say, what would I use them for exactly? 
Well, you know, and that's one of the things you can use hypnosis for pretty much anything. I mean, the most basic things that people think about are the habits like quitting smoking, quitting biting your nails or, or weight loss or stress management. And, you know, just as somebody who, you know, is kind of also into the internet marketing, one of the things that I've realized for myself is that you need to specialize in in something. And so my program specialize, what I specialize in teaching people is about self-belief and about law of attraction and about success and motivation and self-confidence, all the things that basically go into making you a successful business owner, a successful entrepreneur, successful in sales, all of that, because it all requires a state of mind. You know, so many people are looking outside for their answers when all their answers are really inside. So my program, so that's, you know, one of the main reasons that people are attracted to my recordings is to help them to ultimately feel, you know, more, more self-confident and have more discipline and overcome their procrastination. And, you know, it's just the list (laughs) goes on and on all the things that entrepreneurs need and want to be able to achieve. It's totally doable through self-hypnosis recordings, mind power, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So with knowing like NLP and knowing like meditation and law of attraction and, you know, the, the hypnosis aspect, like, is there something that they all have in alignment that you found, you know, is like a real key to helping people, I guess? Is there one thing that all of those things kind of have in common that, you know, you've seen or utilized that can really help in the areas that you talked about? Right. So the, the main similarity, I mean, they're all a little bit different modalities in the NLP, the hypnosis, the meditation, but the main thing is they help you to change your mental state. They all, that's the main purpose is to, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling, you know, whatever negative states that you're in, you could use all three of those or, you know, any of these modalities ultimately to get you out of your funk and into a, you know, a state of self-empowerment. So they're all tools for tapping into the mind power and and becoming self-empowered. Love that. So how would I choose the right one? Like how would I know? Because I'm looking at like NLP (laughs) and hypnosis and meditation. And those are all areas that interest me. But how would I choose the right fit? Is there a right fit? Well, it's not necessarily, it's not your job necessarily to choose whether you want to use NLP or use meditation or use hypnosis. I think the thing is, is that you look for what is the change that you want to make and the person who, or the, you know, the recording will show up, you know, like if you were doing a search for, you know, overcoming a a certain issue or, or wanting to improve a certain area in your life, we as hypnotherapists, as coaches, we have a toolbox of things, different things that we use for different occasions. So they all work for 
they all work. You know, people gravitate more toward the tools, you know, meditation. Some people gravitate toward the NLP. So you don't, what I'm saying is you don't really have to think about that. You just need to think about who do you want to use? What recordings do you want to use? And let the therapist be the, you know, the judge of what modality they're going to choose to use. It's kind of like you have your coaching tools and, you know, you are going to find out based on the questions you ask your, your coaching clients, what you ultimately need to tap into, what tools you need to tap into in order to make the changes happen in your clients. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So we were talking with one of our other interviewees, Daniel, and we were talking with him about how, especially with males, we tend to be very action oriented and like focused on just plowing through things sometimes to do it. And so my question is maybe if somebody's listening and they don't know what it is or they've never tried to utilize, you know, the concept, a question that I would have would be like, how do you manifest something? How do you manifest something? Okay. So the first thing is to get clarity on what it is actually that you want. I think number one, that's probably the biggest obstacle that people face because they don't have the specifics. They have a general idea. Like say you want to manifest money. That's probably one of the number one things that I hear about, but you don't really know it necessarily like, well, what do you really want to manifest that, that money on and why getting in touch with your why is the next step, you know, so getting clear on what you want, you know, understanding why you want that and really allowing yourself to visualize what it is that you ultimately want in like great detail. So let's just say that you want to manifest that money because you want to buy a house. So you manifest every little detail of that house through using visualization and through, you know, writing your gratitudes about the things that you have right now. And ultimately, you know, that brings about special feelings and it's the feelings that ultimately get your vibration in alignment with the thing that you want. So many times when people are manifesting, they get frustrated. And I even found myself doing this the other day because I'm in the process of manifesting my dream home at the same time. And so one of the things that comes up sometimes is I have this bathroom with these tiny little drawers. Like, I don't know how any woman could survive putting their breath, you cannot fit your hair dryer in this little drawer, (laughs) you know? And so I have found myself thinking about what I don't want, like, you know, and so what we have to do is we have to get away from anytime we catch ourselves in that, in that state of mind, thinking about what we don't want that, you know, it sends out like it attaches you to it. Whatever it is that you don't want, you keep thinking about it, you're attached to it. And it's just going to keep showing up. So you've got to reverse that. You got to think about what you do want. You know, I want a beautiful big bathroom with humongous drawers and and I could just feel myself, you know, having lots of space, (laughs) plenty of space fits all my makeup. And, you know, you want to get that detailed and you want to spend time every day 
feeling. And then ultimately from there, you are going to receive guidance from your subconscious mind, from universal intelligence, and you got to take those steps. You got to move, you know, forward and take those steps. So it's not about like just kind of sitting around in your living room, meditating all day. I'm manifesting this. You are going to take action steps. There are absolutely action steps that you're going to take. You got to go with your intuition. And those in the, the intuition is the guidance that comes from you putting out there what you want and the universe bringing back the ideas and the information on, you know, ultimately what to do next. And what's really interesting about something you said is you can't think or focus because then obviously that's what you attract, but you can't think or focus of what you don't want. And I feel like sometimes people say like, I want to manifest money so I can get out of debt. But what they're doing is they're actually attracting debt because that's what they're focused on, right? Exactly, exactly. You want to think about, you know, like go beyond the debt. Like what would you have if you didn't have that debt? You probably would have a huge bank account. You know, my bank account now has six figures in it or, you know, and be very specific about it. Don't be afraid to get, you know, very, very specific. And I do find, you know, when I'm manifesting things quickly, when I'm, you know, it's because I write them down and something happens when I write things down, it just seems to like, I don't know, the universe just takes it more seriously because I've written it down, you know, and I thank the universe. I I mean, like every day I'm writing down in my little journal next to my computer. Thank you for, you know, um, the sales for yesterday. And this is what's going to happen today. And I just, I just continue to stay focused on that, regardless of what happened yesterday. If I didn't hit my goal yesterday, I say, thank you for what I did achieve. Yeah. It sounds like gratitude and intention are very important for like your at least daily process. They really are. I mean, have you ever noticed even just in your relationships, you know, when you focus on what your spouse is doing, that's wrong. And you keep pointing that out. Oh my God, you're doing that wrong. And you're doing that wrong. Or I hate it when you do that, blah, blah, blah. Well, how many times do you, you know, like come back and say, I love it when you do this. Like, this is great. When you did that, I really felt this. And so if, if, is your spouse going to respond to the things that you are telling them, like when you say, I love when you do this, they're going to want to do that much more. It's the same thing with the universe. When, you know, I love it when you, (laughs) you know, when you help me with this project, you know, the universe is going to continue to want to give you that, you know, but if, if the universe just keeps giving and giving and giving things to you and you don't ever acknowledge it, well, then, you know, eventually it just like an individual when it goes unnoticed, then it starts to kind of go away. Yeah. Yeah. And that gratitude reciprocates. And, and we, I think that also we think we stop manifesting, but we really start manifesting things that we don't want because things are not going our way. So it never really stops. It's just our focus turns in a different direction and we start getting more of what we don't want. We're like, we're not manifesting anymore. <laughs> we, we don't have access to it. It's like, no, you do. You're just manifesting things that you don't want. Exactly. So You're think- always, that's the thing. It's, it's like, it's never not working. It's, you can't mm-hmm. not use, uh, and I know it's a double negative, but you can't not use the law of attraction. You're always using it. So it's just a question of, you know, just getting better at, you know, avoiding getting the things that you don't want and getting better at manifesting the things that you do want. And you, you do that by the power of focus and changing your state. And that's why I believe hypnosis is such a good fit for law of attraction because so much of 
the way we think, you know, we can go on a, a negative thought diet for about a half of a, I want to say half of a day, but I mean, you know, it's really half a minute <laughs> you know, before they'll start rolling back in again. And so you have to get your mind, your subconscious on mind on board with the new thought process, because you've got thoughts way deep into your subconscious mind that you're not even aware of. And they are also manifesting your reality. The limiting beliefs are manifesting your reality. So you might be consciously sending out messages, but then, you know, what are you unconsciously sending out? That's where the hypnosis works so well, you know, to help with the manifesting process. You mentioned something earlier about when you write it down, it tends to manifest quicker. Yeah. I often think like, you know, I know that I have the ability to manifest things, but sometimes as a impatient person, (laughs) I tend to uh, expect, you know, that I close my eyes and it'll be there in five minutes. I was going to say that it's one of those things where the timing isn't up to you, but it's interesting that you said that you actually have previously on a number of occasions, you've actually made it happen faster by writing it down. Yeah. And you know, the truth of the matter is I have no idea how that works. I just know literally that when when I do write it down, I mean, I think that there must, I mean, I could just guess at why it works. And I think the thing is, is that, you know, when you write things down, you see them, there's an energy that goes into the writing. You get even more ideas about that. It has you focusing on it a little longer. You see it. If you've written it down and and it's sitting next to you and you see it, so it's kind of helping you to continue to stay focused on it. I mean, these are just my guesses. I just know that for me, I just find that it just happens more frequently when I write things down. I mean, you know, the truth is with law of attraction, you know, I'd be lying to you if I, if I could tell you, I know exactly how this works because nobody really knows exactly how it works. We just know based on experience that, well, when I, whenever I do this, uh, <laughs> you know, more often than not, it works rather than when I do this. And so, you know, there's definitely some scientific data. I don't really get too much into the, you know, the, the scientific side of it. I just... <laughs> <laughs> Quantum physics doesn't excite you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, you know, I've seen the, you know, what the belief and I've seen the the secret and I've seen the, you know, the little explanations, but, you know, I just, what I do know is that, I mean, you know, it, it ultimately comes down to keeping your vibration at a higher level and you are going to manifest more things at, you know, when you're at a higher level. I mean, think about it. Like you're going to manifest the same kind of people when you walk into a room of a hundred people. And if you walk in there and your energy is like at a nine out of 10 on a positive buzzing side, you're going to be more magnetic. You're going to be more charismatic. You're going to you know, the right people are going to notice you and they're going to uh, come up to you and, and want to, they're going to want to be around you. Whereas if you come in there and you're, you know, just like looking down and feeling sad and, <laughs> you know, in a bad mood and, and angry and cussing, or whatever, you know, you're probably not going to attract the people that you came there, you know, to that meeting to attract. 
So it's almost like they're holding up signs. Like if you're, if you are in a bad mood, come here. (laughs) (laughs) You just attract more of that. Well, I have a question for you, Victoria. If I was trying to elevate my state to get myself in a high vibrational state in order to manifest what I do want, what are some tips to get into that place or to access that? So we talked about one of them. One of the biggest tips that I have for uh, getting into that higher state is to think about what you're grateful for. I would say gratitude is, there's there's like an emotional scale of things that on the vibrational scale. And so at the very, very top of that emotional scale are gratitude and love. There are no more powerful positive emotions than that. So you want to get yourself into, you know, a a feel good gratitude state every day. The other tip that I have is to use visualization and tell yourself that you do know how to visualize because a lot of times people say, oh, I don't know how to visualize. And so of course that takes away their power to be able to do it. But if I ask you what color is your car and you're able to come up with the car, you used visualization ultimately to formulate that answer. So however your brain came up and gave you that answer, that is your way of using visualization. And write a vision for your life. The more, you know, and and continue to hone in and make it more and more precise. If you have a specific business goal that you want to achieve with yourself, then write, you know, literally like, like write three pages, you know, down in a journal of exactly what that looks like and keep writing. I mean, I sometimes write the exact same thing every single day, but some, but I find that I naturally expand on that idea the more I keep writing about it. So the writing, the gratitude and the visualization and bringing yourself into a quiet state of meditation every day. That's basically one of the things that I insist on doing in my life every single day. It just helps to bring clarity, helps to let go of any bad things that you might be hanging on to. Make peace. That's I'm going to give that as another tip. Make peace with the past. Anything that you're hanging on to, any lack of forgiveness, any grief, anything you need to let go of, you got to let go of that because that is absolutely going to sabotage your ability to manifest because there's a crummy feeling in there that keeps creeping up and it's going to impact your ability to manifest. You want to let go of any negativity that you might be hanging on to. So those four things. (laughs) I could go on and on. Many tips. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No, no, that's perfect. Gratitude and love. Get yourself into a place silent place um, where you're able to think about the things that you're grateful for and to visualize what it is that you do want and to let go of the past to make you almost lighter so you can it can make its way to you or you can float to it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That lighter feeling is, is a higher frequency. The light more, you know, the heavier is, you know, keeps you down. So the more lighter you can be, the more, you know, higher you're going to be in a higher frequency. Yes. What's the craziest thing you've ever attracted? The craziest thing intentionally. Well, I could say my husband. <laughs> 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 He's pretty crazy. 
<laughs> no, I have a, uh, I have a really interesting story about that. So there was like a two part manifestation process. So I manifested him in the first place, but then we went through, you know, a bunch of stuff where we actually, I got to a place where like we were, we had been engaged, then we got unengaged. So from this point of being unengaged, I, um, it was in January of whatever, I'm trying to think of the year that we engaged now. So in January of the year that we ended up getting engaged, I made a intention that we were going to get re-engaged again by May. Okay. Now I know that the the universe does not ever, you know, usually go with your time frame, but uh, so I made this intention in front of a class of my personal growth class I that I held. We were all doing our own little manifestations. And I said we're going to get reengaged by May. So come March, we actually broke up. And now this was I made my vision board. It was in private. I would visualize us getting engaged every day. I did all of that. And in March of that year, he approached me and he said, I don't see us ever getting to the point where we're going to get engaged or married again. I'm like, really interesting. And so I I see it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and so, well, at that time, I was so into my manifesting that the way that I thought about it was I thought, okay, the universe is definitely giving me a sign here that I am going to get engaged, but just, just not to him. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I took it. So I'm like, goodbye. <laughs> and I just changed. I mean, it was, I make that sound like it was really easy. It was really, it was the hardest thing I ever, you know, did was letting him go, but I let him go. And I said, goodbye. And I just uh, kept visualizing, but I just got his face out of the picture. And I started just just imagining my soulmate showing up. And I had this whole little story going on in my head about this wonderful soulmate that's going to show up in my life. And within a couple of months, less than 90 days, he came back and he proposed to me and he told me, you know, the reason why that he wasn't ready at the time, he was scared and he needed to figure some things out. And so he came back, he proposed to me and a year later we got married and we've been married a little over 10 years now. And that was May, (laughs) that was May 24th. Okay. So we got married 2008. It was May 24th, 2007. So yeah, it was the beginning of 2007 that I made that manifestation. And to me, that was like the craziest thing ever because I like really, really, really just like I manifest, I I knew we were going to get married. And then all of a sudden one day I just let it go completely, let it go. And then he came back. Jeez. The coolest thing I've ever manifested was a green light. (laughs) (laughs) You got your soulmate over here and I got a green light. Well, I think that that's incredible also because you didn't let it not, when you broke up the first time, you didn't let that distract you from what it was that you wanted, right? And so I think a lot of times when we're trying to manifest something and we're seeing proof of it not being in our existence, we get frustrated and that compromises the energy behind what we're trying to manifest. Exactly. And so you didn't let that take you off course. You just kept coming along and like sometimes 
when we say what we want, it's not always going to look like what we think. And so almost blanking out the face and saying this could come in any way opened you up to receiving what you truly desired and deserved. And it was still in the same package, but you needed to surrender in order for it to happen. And that's the thing. Like, so when I say, you know, you want to be very specific, you know, you want to be specific, but you don't want to be attached to the specifics. So because being attached to the specifics is kind of like telling the universe how it's going to do its job. And the the how is up to the universe. You got to just like know generally what it is you want. Be specific about it because the specifics are going to help you to have the emotions that you need and they're going to help you to make it real in your mind um, the more specific you can be. But you know, like it's sort of a little dance between being specific and letting go, being specific and letting go. Surrendering is important is what I'm hearing. It absolutely is. It's the most, it's one of the most important aspects of it, which is why I'm surprised I didn't actually uh, (laughs) give that as one of my my tips. I did say let go of the past, but you also got to let go of what and how it's going to look like in the future. Because here's the thing, when you're attached to a specific outcome, it's kind of like it makes you very anxious. It makes you feel those negative, nasty feelings of what if it doesn't happen. Well, that as soon as you have that, what if it doesn't happen going in, that's taking your vibration down a notch. So we want to let, you know, kind of let that go and surrender to the process and trust that you, everything that you already want, it's already been manifested. You just have to line yourself up with it to receive it. So let's say that some of our listeners are either haven't or are new to like the ability to manifest stuff. Like how, like how do you take action but surrender like without getting frustrated? You know what I mean? Because I know that there's like a delicate balance there to where it's like, hey, this is what I want. I'm super clear on it. I want to manifest it, but the how and the when aren't up to me. But then if I don't see it, you know, those negative things are going to lower my vibration, which decreases my chance of having it. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It it is a very delicate dance and it just takes practice. It takes self-belief and it just takes, you know, that practicing the letting go, constantly going into like, you know, like I, I meditate every day and you got to like lessen the significance of it, you know, because, you know, sometimes the universe, like it just, it has a different plan for your life than you necessarily do. And so it's not that you are not going to get those things. It's just that the how you're going to arrive at that and the when is not up to you. And so you have to just surrender and and let that go. And it just takes practice. I think something that you said that was interesting is that um, you have to have the self-belief. And I think that's like, if I am not a law of attraction expert by any means, but like I've had like brief conversations with people and they're like, yeah, it doesn't work like that because if that's the case, then watch, Mm, I want to win the lottery. Right. And they're like, look, it didn't happen. I'm like, because you don't believe that it's going to happen, right? Exactly. (laughs) Just, just making that statement exactly like that is like, yeah, see, it's, it can't happen that way. Look, I'm going to try to, well, you're not, yeah, you're, you're absolutely not in a true state of belief. And it's our belief that ultimately does uh, manifest things. So we have to 
remove that doubt. And we have to also like look for proof rather than uh, so many people are looking for reasons not to believe rather than looking for reasons not to believe, look for reasons to believe, you know, go and watch uh, videos by, um, you know, Steve Harvey and, and Jim Carrey and Oprah Winfrey and Will Smith and, and all these really positive people that, you know, obviously they've manifested huge things and you can see that it, it really does exist. And also the other thing too, is people want to start with like these super humongous goals, like maybe they uh, have never even made $10,000 a month and they want to manifest being, uh, you know, having an an eight figure a year income. Well, (laughs) that's not in the realm of what you can conceive of. You have to be able to conceive it and believe it. And if you can't believe it, then you're, you know, you're not ready for that manifestation. So the best thing to do is say, okay, you know, if I'm making $5,000 a month, you know, I'm going to manifest, I'm going to double my income this year. That's a little bit more believable. Now, once you've done that, you've built up a little bit more self-belief in your ability to manifest things. The other thing is you have to get out of the thinking that law of attraction is magic. You know, I mean, it's magic to some degree. It's (laughs) not? It's magic to to, to the same degree that, you know, how it's magical when you think of somebody and then like they show up <laughs> on your Facebook or, you know, you have these little coincidences and you you have, uh, you know, th- those types of magical things happen. The law of attraction ultimately works the exact same way. It works, um, you know, based on, you know, these subtle nuances that your brain is sending out these thoughts and manifesting things big and small. So one of the ways to also build proof is to look at what you have manifested. Look into your life on a daily basis and look at the things that you have manifested and create also smaller intentions. And you're going to build that, build up more self-confidence and belief in your, you know, your ability that you hold this power. It's your mind. It's your mind power. And whatever you're thinking is ultimately what's, you know, what's gonna, gonna happen. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm not really sure if that's gonna happen, you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. I think also inviting play for me personally, it makes it a little bit lighter. So the universe has a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> there's sometimes where I make requests. There was one point, I think I was telling Adam about this. I was manifesting a $5,000 check and I was open to the limitless possibilities of where that money could come from. I just knew the amount and that it was going to come to me magically, right? According to me. And I opened up a letter that came in the mail. And typically I I can tell if it's coming from, you know, if it's some promotional or (laughs) offer, but this one looked pretty convincing. So I opened it up and it had a check for $5,000. And it was like, 
oh, you're eligible for type of, (laughs) I'm like, are you kidding me? I had to laugh. And I put that check in my wallet because I did get what I wanted, but it wasn't exactly how, but just kind of being playful and even exercising that muscle can build faith because I could have taken that and said, oh, this doesn't work. I didn't get what I wanted, but in reality, I got exactly what I wanted. Um, but yeah. it just wasn't in the form. The delivery was a little different, but I think here's a, playing here's for a, me. Here's a weird thing that, that I manifested. It's the weirdest thing. There was no value to it whatsoever, except for just the fact that like it, it told me that the universe is definitely listening. So my husband and I like to watch Family Feud, <laughs> like old and new. I, like our TiVo just started recording it and we still like, well, that's kind of, we'll watch that. And then we were hooked on it. <laughs> so anyway, you know how they're, they're behind those, those little, you know, those, those little stands. And one day I just got this strange idea. I'm like, I wonder where they put their stuff. Like, I wonder if they have like little cubby holes behind there where they put their purses and their water and, and blah, 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 blah. Right. And I just came up with that idea at the beginning of the show. At the end of the show, I kid you not, everybody took everything out that was <laughs> sitting, that, that was in their little cubby holes. I swear to God, it blew both of our minds. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, it's never happened before on that show that, I mean, there are none of them that we've ever watched, but it was just like. That's hysterical. Yes. <laughs> That's hysterical. It's just I, a weird little strange, subtle curiosity. <laughs> yeah. On that note of manifesting things like that aren't exactly in alignment with what you thought it was going to be. I reached out to Sandra on, I guess it was probably Monday. And I was telling her this story about how I had a headache. So I was sitting in my truck. I, I walked out of my office and went and sat in my truck and I was sitting there and my phone was here in the office and I was like, you know what? I got to go back in. I have this really weird feeling that I have a meeting at two o'clock and it was like one fifty-five. Oh. So I come back in and I see uh, nothing, right? So there's nothing on my, uh, like no emails, nothing on my calendar new. And I'm like, all right, well, that's weird. So I like look at my email again, like three minutes later and it's like new appointment, two o'clock. And at this point it was like two oh five. So I'm like, oh shit, like I'm late. So like I pulled it up and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, where's she at? <laughs> and so it was a Zoom meeting and, and, and she wasn't there. And I was like, this is weird. So I started, I went back and I looked in the email and I was like, oh, it's two o'clock on July 30th. So I had about a week and a half, you know, until that meeting actually happened. But I said two o'clock, it just wasn't two o'clock on the time. I mean, on the day that I thought it would be. So yes, yes. I mean, I know it's like, you know, you have to be very specific. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And be careful what you don't want because Whitney, my wife and I, we were cleaning out like old papers that we had just stashed in a filing cabinet and we were going through stuff and we had a trash pile and we had a keep pile and I pulled something out and I said, Hey, look, you know, this is from our old apartment complex. I said, um, you know, I guess they never ended up billing us for, you know, whatever that charge that this says it was for. So we ended up throwing it out. And with, this was five years ago. And within seven days of me saying that and throwing it out, we got a renew like like a like a letter saying like, "Hey, um, this is going to collections, and you owe this." And we're like, "What? Like that is crazy." We haven't heard anything in five years. Here, just take my money. Get the don't like like no, get out of here with that. So uh, it was crazy when that happened because like nothing, nothing in five years. I look at this letter, say, "Huh." 
we were never, you know, billed or charged for this within a week, letter in the mail from five years ago. It just, that blew my mind. Your wish is my command. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't want that, those kind of wishes. I'm no. Like, that was my first lesson in being intentional and not attracting what you don't want. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and the universe is very impersonal. It's, so it's just kind of like, you know, it's just bringing you what you are ultimately, you know, thinking about and focused on whatever you focus on, whether it's negative or positive, you're attracting into your life. I mean, and it's, you know, and it's big or small stuff and it can, you know, it can be as, as much as a check in the mail or bill in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, so I think I have the formula down. If the listeners could walk away with just one thing, because you gave us so many tools, so many golden nuggets, um, what would that be? Like if they could walk away from this interview with one tool or activity or insight, what would that be? I would absolutely say that the biggest takeaway that I would want your listeners to have is um, to like absolutely just, you know, never ever give up on yourself or your dreams. You know, know that the whole reason why you have a thought of anything that you have a desire for in the first place is because it is already meant to be yours. It's you, so you have to just simply, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a puzzle, you know, and you have to enjoy putting the pieces into the, the puzzle. It's like when you have that puzzle completed and you look at it, um, you know, it's just going to be like a flash in the moment, you know, and then you're done and you're going to take that puzzle apart and you're going to do another puzzle. So enjoy the process that it takes to get there. Don't focus so much on like, I'm going to be happy when this happens because so many times that, okay, that's, let me summarize this a little bit better. So many people, they say, I'm going to be happy when, and then they try and they get frustrated to make that when happen. And the way that it happens is really in reverse. You're going to have what you want when you are happy. So you have to focus on being happy in the process because the process is your life. All of the goals that you have, all the dreams that you have that you think are ultimately going to put you into the state that you want to be in you know, those are just temporary moments that only, you know, if you've ever taken a vacation and it's like, well, I'm going to be happy once we finally get on that plane. I'm going to be happy once I finally land. I'm going to be happy once we finally get to the hotel. I'm going to be happy once we're, you know, out of the car. I'm going to be happy once, you know, well, when, (laughs) when is that moment on the vacation where you get to finally be happy? I mean, like, okay, now you're laying out on the beach. Great. Now you're happy. (laughs) But then, you know, you're hot, then you're, you got sand in your <laughs> bathing suit, you know, and then you're not happy anymore. <laughs> and you, you're, you're going to be happy when you get home and you get to shower all that stuff off. 
<laughs> it's a choice. You know, and then you're hungry. And yeah. and so I'm going to be happy when we're finally sitting down at dinner. So there's all these like tiny little moments that we're sacrificing our happiness for when really we could be happy all along. We could be happy on the way to the airport. We could be happy when we are brushing our teeth in the morning. We can, you know, and, and so just focus on all those little moments. Focus on the process. Focus on being in the now and being present with yourself and being happy now. And the more you can focus on being present and being with yourself and being in the moment and being happy now, that is ultimately what's going to put you where you need to be in that vibration that's going to attract those things that you want that you think are going to make you feel the way that you need to be feeling now anyway. That's awesome. That's a, that's like a mic yes. drop moment. I don't even know what to say after that because I, th- <laughs> I think that like for me, I'm just thinking I'm like happiness is a choice and you have to choose to be happy all the time, you know, rather than just setting it out as if it were this far off distant place that you, you know, never achieve. And so I really, I love that because I think that we, going back to your point of being intentional, we have to be intentional in choosing happiness mm-hmm. uh, and having gratitude for all the things that we have now, because if you're not happy with what you have now, more is never the answer. You yes. Know? What do you, yeah. What are you going to do if you don't achieve, you know, let's just say you didn't achieve your goals because that's the reason why people aren't achieving them because they're afraid that they won't, you know, and, or, you know, they're worried, they have the doubt, they have the, you know, so what if it doesn't happen? You're going to spend the whole rest of your life, you know, are you going to, are you going to, you know, are you going to be unhappy? Or you're going to, you know, be happy along the way to that moment where you realize, okay, I didn't get that goal. (laughs) And, you know, but the thing is, is that you will because you are attracting it because you're in a state that you need to be in to meet that, that goal. Well, I can say that I am happy that we are all here and we are able to have this and share this insight with our listeners. If they wanted to hear more or learn more about you, where would they go for that? So I have um, basically my two main websites are hiptalk.com and that's where I have all my wonderful um, hypnosis recordings that you can- H-Y-P talk? H-Y-P, exactly. It's like hypnosis hiptalk, H-Y-P-T-A-L-K.com. And then um, for more like law of attraction-y, a process that kind of helps you step-by-step through the process of becoming, um, you know, more becoming happier and empowering yourself. I give away a free ebook on my other website, um, which is personalgrowthclub.com. Because if you really think about this, this is all about growing yourself into the person that you need to become. And so there's a book there called The Empowered Life. It's free. And it helps you to basically feel more empowered and discover your life purpose. So that's personal. Yeah, that's personalgrowthclub.com and, you know, living your passion, discovering your purpose and being empowered. Awesome. We will put that, those links in the show notes for you guys to check out. Victoria, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I have enjoyed picking your brain and digging into this stuff a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. Uh, definitely. Um, it was my pleasure and I love talking about this stuff and it was just, I, I, I just, yeah, it was, it was my pleasure to be on your show. Awesome. Well, we thank Thank you you so much, Victoria. Thank you, Sandra. It was nice to meet you. We will talk to you Likewise. Yes, we'll talk to you soon. I just signed up for my free ebook. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks guys. All right. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Take care. Have a good day.
Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I know that you could be anywhere doing anything, but I'm incredibly grateful that you decided to spend your time with us. We hope that there were some valuable pieces that you took away from this. If you want to catch more of our episodes, then go right now and subscribe. And remember, wherever you are on your journey, keep going and never quit.